Those of us in Indiana don't know what it's like to have a real governor. We've never had one. Um, on the Michigan side of the border, you don't know what it's like to have a real governor either. You know what it's like to have a dictator, but you don't know what it's like to have a real governor. So what are we to do? Well, one of the things that we can do is we can look to a place that does have a real governor. We can look to Florida. And I've got eight lessons from the Ron DeSantis School of Dominating the Corrupt Media. It's an article in The Federalist by L. Reynolds. And I thought it was a it was a pretty interesting take because DeSantis has been destroying the media ever since he's been governor in Florida. I mean, he's just been stellar. I don't know how else to say it. Um, there's a lot of people who have anxiety on the right. If Trump and DeSantis were to actually run against each other in the primary, people have no idea who they're going to vote for. They Seriously, they have no clue. Uh, I think DeSantis has the polished edge, but that's just me. I would be thrilled with either one of them. Number one. Acknowledge the press has a narrative. In May of 2020, when the COVID panic media's predictions about Florida's COVID response were already being proven wrong, Daddy DeSantis, she didn't write that, I did. Daddy DeSantis didn't just call out their lies, he pointed to their motivation for lying. Our data is available, our data is transparent, so any insinuation otherwise is just typical partisan narrative trying to be spun. That's what he said. So, rule number one. Acknowledge the press has a narrative. For example, our local media right now is calling what happened on January 6th an attack. Was it an attack? No, it wasn't an attack. Why are they saying it's an attack? They have an agenda. Number two, don't call the media mainstream. Call them what they are. The more partisan and more partisan the big names in media, like the New York Times, Washington Post, CNN, MSNBC, and their ilk become, the more inaccurate it is to call them mainstream. Call them the corporate media, the propaganda press, legacy media, or use DeSantis's nickname for them, smear merchants. Um, I like to call people journalists, but that's just me. Sorry, Pat. Number three, you catch more flies with wit than boring press releases. Oh, man. Could Holcomb learn a lesson or two about this? Uh, DeSantis took notes from the former President Donald Trump's penchant for cutting through forgettable politicians speak and leaning into one-liners and comebacks. A witty line will help people remember what you said, and that's not limited to media interactions. This used to be referred to as bumper sticker slogans, okay? And it was something that the Democrats always did very effectively. And you've heard me talk about as a political strategy for a long time on this show. Democrats will give you one-liners. Now, even if that one-liner is inaccurate, factually incorrect, or a blatant and total lie, doesn't matter as long as it was witty. This is pretty much 100% of late-night comedy, right? The John Stewarts and everybody else who's around, Colbert's and all of that, they're not right about anything. What they do is they deliver a one-line that is witty and humorous, and even if it's not true, it can make you chuckle. That's what people remember. And DeSantis does this very well. Trump did it very well. It is the latest form of propaganda. For years and years and years, conservatives would just take endless time to explain every minute detail of something. And they were factually correct. And and their goal was to teach. The problem is that the average person's eyes gloss over and they don't hear it. 
Whereas you've, if you find a way to do one line that can fit on a bumper sticker, hence the term bumper sticker slogan, if you can put one line that can be fit on a bumper sticker that is witty and accurate, you can definitely win people over that way because that's what people remember. Number four, don't take the bait to fight your friends harder than your enemies. Also very true. In fact, Trump and DeSantis both proved this right when the media tried to turn Trump against DeSantis uh, by claiming that Trump had insulted DeSantis when Trump did not insult Governor DeSantis. It didn't happen. And they didn't take the bait. Neither one of them did. The corporate media loves it when Republicans go after each other, whether it's never Trumpers piling on criticism of the former president, neocons smearing conservatives uh, who want to avoid war as Putin lovers, or National Review going after Senator Josh Hawley for questioning the Supreme Court nominee's soft on sex crimes record. Um, And by the way, I would encourage everybody to question the people at National Review who are going after Josh Hawley because I'm willing to bet that they have some inappropriate photos of children on their computers at home. Sorry, Pat. Uh, Number five, don't be cowed by ad hominem attacks. Yes, 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 yes. Uh, You've been watching me uh, teach a master class on this for many, many years. Last April, CBS's 60 Minutes ginned up a fake scandal about DeSantis, smearing him for using the ubiquitous Florida grocery store Publix to help distribute COVID vaccines instead of being intimidated by the smear DeSantis hit back. When you're talking about this ridiculous smear narrative, it's important to break down just how false, how thoroughly dishonest it is, because this is bad for our country to have big corporate media smearing for profit just because I'm in the other party than them and using their partisanship to craft narratives regardless of the facts. There you go. That's a good one. You remember when they were running out of things to attack DeSantis on, so they tried to make it about he wouldn't show up to briefings unless donuts were available? Remember that? Yeah. That's that's how low the media actually got. Yeah, when it's an ad hominem attack, just call it an ad hominem attack. <laughs> it's like, okay, you redirect now and actually make a point. Number six, quit trying to make the corrupt media like you. Oh, my gosh. Do I have... Here's the thing. It's not just about the corrupt media. It's not, okay? Um, John McCain always made this mistake. John McCain was the media's favorite person until John McCain ran for president, and then John McCain became... Uh, the worst version of Hitler since actual Hitler. Remember that? And then after John McCain lost, the same media that called him Hitler, all of a sudden, and they actually called him Hitler, all of a sudden they wanted him on their shows again, and they wanted to, to joke around with him again. Yeah, no, don't do that. Don't play that game. There's a lot of people who get in this business because they want to meet famous people. They want to rub elbows with power brokers in, in the state and in the country. Most of you know I don't care about that. That's why I don't have any friends in, in upper politics. It's, it's not in my nature. My, my job is to give you information that is accurate and true. You do with that information what you want with it. My job is not to sit here and um, be a version of a fluffer for politicians to lie to all of you. That is not my job. I got better things to do with my time than to go to cocktail parties with politicians and things of that nature. When I do an event, there's a reason to do an event. There's a lot of others in this business. That's not the case. And those are the folks that you have got to be careful. You must be careful with them. Number seven, don't waste energy on issues the press says matter that actually don't. Right. Yeah, I really don't know what else to tell you. 
Um, man-made global warming is not a real thing. The science on it is conclusive. It's not happening. And if it were happening, it wouldn't be because of your stupid car. And all of scientific history and all of the temperature data of that proves it. They have never had a single solitary prediction ever come true. Period. End of story. There's nothing else to say about it. And nobody actually cares about the issue except white, rich, liberal women. They're the only ones that care. The only ones who care. And the only reason they care is because they drink boxed wine at their fake book clubs every day and they try to up the social credit score about how much better they are than their other white, rich, liberal women friends. Casey, I know a liberal guy who believes in man-made global warming. He's trying to have relations with white, rich, liberal women. He doesn't act. Sorry, Pat. He doesn't actually believe in any of it. Unless, of course, he needs a testosterone supplement, which I can help him with at Nutrition HQ. Number eight, just stop trusting the corporate press for Pete's sake. Thank you. And that includes every single solitary thing that you're hearing about Russia and Ukraine. (sighs) Let's be honest. You all need to hire me to be your motivational speaker and walk around with you every single day. You would be better people with me around you. MNC News Time is 531. Time to check out Impress Jewelry Creations, creating meaningful jewelry for the moments that will last a lifetime.